This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Seagull Social episode 12. Um, welcome uh, everyone listening. Uh, we actually had a very, very poor um, you know, game yesterday. Uh, but before we get into that, of course, I'm joined by my co-hosts, uh, Ben and Ryan. How are we both? Disgraceful. Oh, shit. Pissed <laughs> off. Livid. I thought I wouldn't still be seeing red, but I still am. So yeah, thank you God got, we you did for- this yesterday night. Be- yeah, because you fully lost your head. You, you've been you've been arguing with Saint Southampton fans in the comments. <laughs> in the comments, I know. <laughs> I, I don't normally, but I'm normally really good. Like it's the first time uh, in Seagull Social he's, History he's where I'm a bit back in the comments section. Yeah. So if you want to entertain yourself, go on our last two posts. I think, yeah, yeah. and yeah, entertain yourself about <laughs> Just that. Jesus, watch that. Uh, but before we get into obviously the, the the poor game and you know the officiating and whatnot, uh, just quickly, boys, how, how was your weekend? What's up with you, Ryan? How was your weekend? Um, how did it go? Yeah, good. God, it feels like a lifetime ago, a weekend. It's like, it's just yeah. happened and I've actually forgotten about the weekend. But oh, it's so annoying we don't play on the weekends and we wait till the Monday. It's just like... I, I, just, I, I find that weird as well. Yeah. It's just, I love playing on a Saturday and it's just like, I wake up on a Saturday, like looking forward to football. And then when we're yeah, not playing, but, it's just so dead. But, you know. Get, get your bets on, have a fried breakfast. Lovely. But, um, and then yeah, also the good thing about playing on a Saturday is that you have the football hangover on the Sunday. So like you could be really Yeah, exactly. Angry. And then you're not, it doesn't affect you at work. Today at work, again, I was just pissed off the whole <laughs> day. Few. Oh. All right. Well, yeah. it looks like we, we, we had terrible weekends and a terrible Oh, no, I had a good weekend, uh, apart from the Monday. Oh, okay. Friday <laughs> was at to, the Blind Busker with some mates, nice. uh, some old some old friends I haven't seen for a while. Shout out Blind Busker. Thank you for hosting us. My uh, yeah. five roommates for the evening, obviously, <laughs> substantial meal. The highlight was when my, uh, my cousin James... <laughs> He was like, um, I'll have the uh, fruit crumble with the gin and tonic, please. Because <laughs> we'd, got, we'd got past like, the amount of drinks we could have with our meal. Then they're like, right, you're going to have to get a dessert now, guys, if you want any more drinks. So we got to order desserts and stuff. Fruit crumble? Yeah. Sounds sounds lovely. They ran out of bread um, and olives. They ran out of side salads because obviously that's what everyone had been doing. But yeah. Shout out, <laughs> <Busker>. <laughs> anyway, enough enough of that. Um, yeah. All right, cool. Well, let's get get into it. So let's start off with you, Ryan, because you had the fortune. Well, I say fortune, maybe the misfortune yeah. <laughs> of actually being being at the ground yesterday. Um, so yeah, first first of all, just how was it like? Like, what was the atmosphere like? What was the you know get into the stadium? Was it like proper? Were they really stringent on sort of hygiene? What was it like? Um, I don't know how it came across for you, but the atmosphere was actually decent. Like in some places, it was quite. When it goes quiet, it's really weird because, you know, there's not even like the noise of people talking amongst themselves, if you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, it's hustling, really, really, hustling, yeah. yeah, it's really eerie. It's quite strange. But yeah, no, like it was, it was all right. Like it was, it was well done. Um, we had to put our mask on basically as soon as we got out of the car because um, we drove in and then we got out of the car. So it, I think most people drove in because um, a car park was rammed by Brighton Uni. Um, so yeah, we come in and you have to put your mask on. Uh, there's some like, uh, hand sanitized stuff there, but no one really used it because everyone was wearing gloves anyway. Um, yeah. So then, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, so yeah, it was just a bit strange. Like, we had our temperature checked. Um, someone got turned away in front of me. So this is a bit concerned, but no, you know, way. yeah, I'm pretty sure um, he come out and he don't think he come back in. So I'm not sure, but yeah, if he if your oh, temperature shit. was above 37.5, I, I would be in. fuming. I'll be yeah, imagine. imagine that. 
Oh, mate, first game back and you just get turned away. At the I did see some I empty don't... seats spotted around. Yeah. And I doubt whether that was the people were at the toilet in the toilets. But yeah, I did see some empty seats. So maybe people were turned away. Oh, yeah. Mate, so all of know. the all of the seats are separated. So even between mm. me and my dad, uh, we are a seat apart from each other, which is a bit strange yeah. because, you know, we literally live with each other. We're in the same car. Like, well, I don't get that. But, but, but yeah. I swear, I swear, I could I could be wrong here and correct me if I am. But I swear I saw one of the games, one of the, the games with the crowd, that there was people like sitting right next to each other. Now, I don't know if that was just me. Maybe. Yeah, I, think I might be some, wrong. I think it was the kids were allowed to sit next to you. Or if you're vulnerable. Right, okay. uh, sorry, like. Right. Uh, disabled, maybe. I'm not sure. Right. Okay. 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 Uh, but all right. Oh, sick. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty standard. I mean, with COVID like restrictions and stuff like that. Um, and, then, and then the second question, I suppose, I, I know you alluded, to, you spoke about it quite like a little briefly, but atmosphere, was it, I mean, obviously with 2000, you can't really do much, but what was the atmosphere mm. like? Was it like, I know you mentioned a couple of times about sort of being a bit eerie and stuff, but on the whole, was it, was it a fun atmosphere to be in or? Yeah, like it was just nice to be back. I think a lot of people are just mm. appreciating being back at the Amex. Um, like, as I say, it was quite dead. When it went dead, it was really dead. But, you know, when we were on the attacks and stuff, like it was decent. It was just to get something going because it was only the East Ham was open and half the North and then like Southwest and then I think a little bit of the Upper, nor uh, upper West was open right. and then the rest of it was just shut off. So literally it's all around the ground, which is nice because you sort of get a bit of atmosphere around it. Yeah, like, that was a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, but because it's like so spaced out, you only get a little bit of an echo from the other side because by the time it's travelled over to you, you know, it sort of, it doesn't quite yeah. work. But I, I like the idea of it. I mean, you, they're just trying to do what they can with it at the end of the day. No, so. Exactly. So that's what I think. I think like we're, we're doing the best um, we can in given the situation. Like, you know, yeah. if the government says 2000 fans, we have to make, you know, make do with it and do what we can, yeah. I suppose. Um, and then the final thing um, I just want to sort of touch on as well with, with regards to this, you being back and stuff, um, obviously uh, kickoff as well. There was a lot of talk about, um, you know, Millwall and um, oh, yeah. some other clubs, as well, uh, West Ham, namely uh, not, not um, sort of, well, not respecting the the you know people taking a knee, uh, and of course Brighton, um, we took a much different approach. Um, we clapped it. So how was that? Was that like quite a nice sort of touch, like you know being in the stadium? Yeah, I, the most people around me clapped. Um, some people probably didn't know that it was going to happen, but I think on social media it was quite like vocal. I put a tweet out. It yeah. did quite well. Um, I think someone else did as well. I got quite a few likes and stuff. So I think instantly people were picking it up quite quick. But those who were obviously not on socials maybe didn't applaud, but yeah like yeah, yeah it was it was it was good like it was a nice little touch um mm -hmm. i applauded myself so you know i was being good but uh yeah no it was, <laughs> it, was it was a nice it was a nice touch i liked it yeah nice the thing, the thing well, that i liked about the atmosphere at the stadium was like every now and then when it was dead silent you'd always hear some random blokes go oh always just piss himself so funny always see some random go that's like that's a standard trip to the amex really isn't it oh it is but no we will go we'll go a little bit more into depth uh with regards to take like the whole taking the knee situation a bit later on but let's let's get into the game uh of course we're yeah as as i'm sure we were listening uh would know uh we are all pretty fuming about the game and the and the big talking point so let's just talk about let's just talk about quickly um so you know the game as a whole so let's start with you ben what what do you think as a whole so taking the first half and the second half into consideration what do you think of our performance uh, Performance-wise, was the first half was good. I think we had some pretty early chances that, again, we we should have taken them, but we didn't. Um, yeah, first half was good, apart from defending at the set piece, the corner. That was pretty terrible. I mean, I know Vestergaard's six foot six, like a giant, but um, I don't know. I thought Lewis Dunk could have done a bit better to defend him. And again, the zonal marking, but we'll get into that. Uh, mm -hmm. Second half, yeah, pretty lacklustre, wasn't it? Unfortunately. Yeah. And what happened with the VAR is just. A freak moment that I don't think is going to happen too many times with VAR this season, but unfortunately, right, you, you say you say that and it and it keeps happening. So well, no, yeah. no, obviously VAR things keep happening, but like that, like people, mm. I'd say about ninety percent of people would say that, that was a free kick. But we'll, obviously, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. I think it, we would have deserved a draw. Um, yeah, yeah VAR had other ideas, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, and Ryan, anything to add to that? 
Yeah, I had the sort of joy of being there so I could like sort of see people in a different way because like obviously you you can see the game a bit better. But yeah, first mm. half I thought we played really well. Like I was getting ready to be really like positive, have like a good sort of post on socials and be like, oh yeah, this is going really well. I thought Bissouma was fantastic throughout the whole game. Yeah. I'm going to try and be positive here before we get in and be <laughs> yeah. really, really it's depressing the, later it's, on. It's the, it's the old um, shit, shit, shit sandwich. Start good, go <laughs> yeah, to the bad yeah. and then finish with the good. <laughs> Yeah, so no, I thought Bissouma was fantastic. Um, and before all of the problems happened in the second half, March as well was really, really good um, before everything sort of went yeah. to pieces. But yeah, other than that, it's a bit poor. Uh, we should have been yeah. taking chances. Like, again, it was the, um, I don't know if Gross was offside or um, or what, but um, that was an early chance. Uh, yeah, Conley was yeah. in there. Um, yeah, yeah there was, was just... Well, he was well offside. Was he offside? Oh, I, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, like it's just frustrating. Like it's just frustrating yeah. because again, we've won the expected goals of the week. Um, Come on, <laughs> the weekly occurrence of winning expected X, goals. XG trophy. Come on, boys. <laughs> but oh, yeah, it's I'm just a... another one of those, isn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. No, I, I, I mean, just to echo both of you, really, f- really, really strong first half. Poor second half. I think it's simple as that, really. And it's just so frustrating. And again, we will get into all this, but the first half is just not taking our chances. Like, how many times have we seen, like West Brom, perfect example. First half, back yeah. pretty much, you know, dominate the game, do really, really well, and then just go to pieces in the second. And it's just, oh, it's just so frustrating. But yeah, we'll, I'm sure we'll, we'll get into more into that. A so, quick stat that's... about the first half thing, though. I think I saw it today. Amazon Prime, of all people, tweeted it. It was um, if the uh, match is finished after 45 minutes, we would be 10th. So there you, there you go. go. I mean, even though it's yeah. a really important stat, but that's <laughs> yeah. it's it's people saying how it's we just, had a really good first half and a really. Poor it's about yeah. it's about as good as XG Ben, but cheers for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's but, the principle, but, though, isn't it? It's just, it's yeah, just, no, it's no, exactly. Yeah. Just full no, but of, it, no, yeah. no, it, it, it uh, yeah. Um, also, all joking aside, it does just show like how how poor we well how good we are in the first half and just how poor and i don't what do you okay so this is a question i got for both, both of you then is what do you think it is then when it comes to the you know having this amazing first half you know and then going to pretty much capitulate in second half do you think it's down to what potter says at half time do you think it's just the motivation is it fitness levels what what do you think it is down to let's start with you ryan what what could it be do you reckon See, we'll never know, will we? We'll never know because we're no. not in that dressing room. We will never know what Potter's telling them to do, what he's not telling them to do. Because at the end of the day, he's, he's a good manager, Graham Potter. So we can't tear yeah. that away from him. But the yeah, I think the early, sorry, the late goal um, in the second half, it was literally just before half time, wasn't it? Um, mm. And it set pieces again, doing zona marking. Yeah. Six foot six centre back is just a great idea. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's just like, I think that's probably what it is. You, you know, if you concede really, really um, just before half time, you're going to be going into half time a bit disappointed, especially with the way we played. Um, yeah. And in that second half, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. We just seem to, we come out with no fight. We sort of sit back a little bit and think, well, we, we should be all right. We should be all right. And then, oh God, wait, we're not all right. We need to start attacking again. Mm. Then we start panicking. And then that's when you concede again. Yeah, but, but it's the thing. So it's, I'm I'm not just referring to Southampton again. So for, again, for example, West Brom. Like, what? Why? Why? Because mm. we were leading, weren't we? We were, we were one up going into the second half. Um. So why? Like, you know, what is it that's happening? So for me personally, all I can think of is just it's the mentality that we have. Like, it seems like we get we get scared to then push on. So I remember the commentator last night said it. He goes. Uh, he goes Brighton. He goes like whenever he's watched Brighton, we've gone. You know, we've gone one up, but then haven't made it two or three. And that was like, mm. you know, he couldn't have said it any better. Really, like we've 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 done that so many times. And it's like, why why we can't we just go and score two or three goals when we're we're on top? Mm. Like, what is it? Is it is that a finish? I, I think we lack a lot up front. And I think again, yeah. we'll get into it a bit later on. But I think up front is where we really really struggle um and that's what frustrates me most but yeah ben you, any sort of from what you see the brighton team is it is there anything you put your finger on um when you were answering asking the question originally i was so glad you said brian first because i was like i literally have no idea <laughs> but after hearing you boys speak i mm. can't think it's we don't really have much fight but there's I, th- I heard someone say like when you play brighton you don't we don't leave a mark on anyone like we're too nice we need yeah. to, we need a bit of a jose Mourinho character implemented into our squad saying look boys you've got to kick some yeah. people about you've got to be the nasty guys because we play too nice we play nice football we, we, we need we 11 no, we have, that's what we need yeah we have no cutting edge we don't have any fight yeah. like obviously neil mope is the closest thing we've got to a jose Mourinho type player i think yeah obviously neil mope has some trouble but we need more of that mentality in the squad and i think that that would help but yeah 
obviously having a decent striker will will help yeah. finish the chance. Comes down to um, comes down to quality as well, doesn't it? Really, because yeah. we, end of the day, again, we're Brighton. Um, we need to be remembering, you know, we haven't got world class finishes at the club. Like, no, and agreed. it's just we create all these chances, and I must admit, some of them are ridiculous, like the the Conley one in the Liverpool game, or um, yeah. Mopes countless chances that you can say, but. I, I don't. I don't know what it is. It's just we we seem to, as you say, get almost scared when we get in front of goal, and then mm. you know when we got we get really complacent and we just sort of think, oh, we should be fine. I think that's probably what the the issue is. And as you say, with um, Jose Mourinho, I think that's what he's done with Tottenham. And I said it at the time that you know we're under Potch, they basically had what we have under Potter. Yeah, and they had such that's a so well, true. they yeah. had such a good like at the club they were. All this togetherness and like Tottenham were the club that was so and lovely playing and pretty great, football, yeah, yeah, pretty football. But then they never ever really would push you to think, are oh, they going to win anything? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. everyone knows Tottenham as the club that are the nearly club. But I think now that Mourinho is there and he's sort of been, I watched that documentary with Mourinho, and mm. he's just like, look, we got to come in here. We need to bring, we need to bring in some winners. We need to just make it. You know, a winners club because if you want to win trophies, you you want to be a good team. You've got to win games. Simple as that. Yeah. And if you've got players who you know, good players, but not punishing players, I think that's the difference. Yeah, no, definitely. I I think just to quote this is to quote Marino. This is not me just saying it, but I think he, I think he actually says like we need to be nice cunts. I think he says uh, <laughs> or like yeah something something along those lines. So yeah, it, it just shows like that's what we need. I think feel like that's what we need as well. Like the likes of Basuma and the Mopies. If we can just have a couple of more of those uh, ones that are just and I like to be fair to Donkey as well. He's sometimes like that, but then yeah, you know he's maybe sort of shied away from being that kind of proper standout. You know get you know get in there. You know, uh, to be fair, when it was Duffy and Dunk, they were, you know, they were those kind of defenders, weren't they? Sort of get in there, get stuck in, boot people, you know, make their mark. But I feel like, yeah, we might be missing that at the moment. So it, it, that could be a definitely valid reason for sure. Um, so let's start off with then the first penalty. I, I think we can all agree that it was by the law. Um, the yeah. James, uh, James Ward-Prowse was a penalty. Um, God knows what his hand was doing up there. Yeah, God I mean, knows. it was <laughs> a bit more yeah, yeah, very First weird. thing so, I shouted was handball as soon as I saw it. So, yeah, yeah I'd say. Yeah, no, definitely. No doubt. And I, I think Will Price was trying to argue with it, like saying, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> how are you giving it? I was just like, come on, mate. Like, you can't have your hand up there and then not expect anything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, really well dispatched by um, Pascal Gross. Um, and to be fair, to, so let's talk about Pascal Gross because we were going to mention him and sort of his performances. So let's start off with him then, uh, Ryan. What have you... So I, I, I've got my opinion uh, on Pascal Gross. Uh, but how, how do you think he's playing at the moment and um obviously you know he's got some he's got two important penalties uh past two games uh but what are you what are your thoughts in general with him um well he didn't have his best game yesterday i mean that's obvious he wasn't very good um he scored the goal that was a, really about it he was quite slow on the turn he wasn't mm-hmm. uh, that wasn't the gross that we've been used to the last like few weeks to say the least i mean he's been yeah. i think personally he's been really really good um I've, I, i'm a big fan of gross I, I i did get on his back a little bit um, especially the end of last season, I was probably getting a bit too much on his back. But no, thinking about it, he's he's one of our, you know, the stats don't lie at the end of the day. He's one of our best players in the last three years. He's he's created mm-hmm. so many chances and so many assists and all this stuff. He's by far like one of our, you know, best creative outlets. Um, but yeah, it's, yesterday he didn't have a great game. But Maz, I can imagine you're going to probably say something along the lines of he's too slow. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, sort of, yeah. No, no, I, 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 I completely agree. I, I, with regards to being one of our best performers in the past three years, without a shadow of a doubt, you know, as soon as, mate, when we first signed him and he came into the Prem, um, he was phenomenal. Like, he was actually unbelievable. Like, I yeah. think he was up there with, like, some of the best playmakers in, in, in the league. Um, so, he you know, I, I can't argue with that. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. There you go. Um, and, and that's testament to, you know, him just being, you know, taking his chances when he's played because he's not had that much game time, has he, really? Like, apart from the first past couple of uh, weeks, you know, prior to that, he was, um, he was, you know, being dropped by Potter. But no, in general, um, you know, I, I think he's good. I just feel like with McAllister, when he's fit and when he's back in the team, I personally would pick McAllister all day just because I feel like, yeah, he is quicker. Um, and he and he has got you know he's got an eye for a pass you know we sh- we saw that against Arsenal um, I know it will be quite a simple assist but you know um, you know I feel like McAllister definitely when he's fit I feel like he should be starting um, in front of Gross but that's not to say that and, and and I agree Ryan I thought yesterday he was poor like I felt he was really really bad yesterday um, did you and, and I thought he, I thought he played a right Pascal no did I, you? Uh, yeah I mean he, there you he go. gave Let's... the ball away a lot but um, yeah 
yeah, suppose, yeah, he was he was good with like going forward, but his his, his last ball was not what he normally has been. Like, yeah, he's not been... I, I, I remember it was it was one ball we did. I think it was in the second half at one point. And he, like he shanked it out wide. And I was like, for fuck's yeah. sake, like why? Come on, man. like come on. It was just a, it was just a basic pass, and he just shanked it wide. And I was like, great. Um, but no, no. Look, I, I, I'm not you know I'm not saying he's shit or you know he needs to go or whatever. But I just I just feel like when McAllister is fit, um, and he's you know ready to go i feel like he should be starting ahead of him um easily or even even i'd like to see maybe you know um maybe like bringing out i know he's not the same player and he, you know he's very very different but why not play alzat in the center mid um or you know, i don't what, get what's, what's happened to alzate i yeah. don't yeah. know what I, I mean it's nothing to do about. with the gross thing because i still think gross is clear of alexis at the moment alexis has got a long way to go he's only 21 we've got to remember like he's a lot he's got a long career ahead of him and i think he's going to be a really good player but um, for now, I think uh, Alexis probably shouldn't be starting over Gross. But about the Alzate thing, I don't, I don't know. I don't get it because hmm. anyone who knows me would know I was a big Alzate fan last season. I really, really like him. And I don't get like I don't get what he's done wrong. I know he had an injury yeah. um, to keep him out. But yesterday was the sort of game where he comes on and makes a difference. Um, yeah. Who was the sub we brought on? Um, who was the subs we brought on? We brought on uh, Ali Jahan Reza, Bash, Trossard, Trossard yeah. and Mopa. And then and and Mopa, Mopa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that which, to which me is... was screaming out for a midfield. It really yeah. was. No, well, uh, do you know what? We, when, just quickly on the, on the subs thing, I, I was actually really happy that Potter made those positive changes. Yeah, sure. like, yeah to bring on, to bring subs. on, yeah, to bring on Jan Bash, Trossard, and Mope. That that for me was, I was really happy with that. And I was like, fair True. play, you know, um, you, you, you you're at least going for it. You're not just sitting back at home and hoping for a draw. I think, yeah, was it when he put them on? I think we were drawing at the time. I think um, uh, the goal yeah. just went in when Trossard. Oh, and AJ oh, yeah, when he put. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, but yeah, at, at least he was, you know, I, I've, I've criticised Potter for being negative with his subs before, so at least I can't do that <laughs> for the game <laughs> yesterday. Um, but no, um, yeah, go, going on then. So the, fir- the first Southampton goal then, um, me personally, so I, I'll start off with myself if you don't mind, um, I thought I thought Ryan could have done better uh, personally. Um, I feel like, not, not that it was, you know, it was a great header. I'm not taking away anything from, from Vestergaard. Class header. I feel like, Class yeah, it was a very good header, very good header. But I just feel like if Ryan was just that, you know, a little bit bigger, <laughs> um, you know, maybe like, a, mm. you know, if we had the San- Sanchez in goal. He Story of Ryan had sets left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, if we had, if we just, you know, had maybe Sanchez in goal, uh, I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, maybe I'm just sort of clutching at stores, but I felt like he was a little bit to blame. And then, of course, the marking was just awful as per usual. Uh, but yeah, Ben, what, what were your thoughts on the Vestergaard goal? Yeah, no, I, I think it was a really, really good header. James Ward-Prowse, unbelievable again from dead balls, isn't he? I think I, I was saying it to a Southampton fan. Um, I feel like he's one of the <laughs> one best. One of your many se- rants. No, no, this wasn't, in, this wasn't in the comment section. This was someone DM'd us. Um, I was saying, yeah, James Ward-Prowse is one of the best set pieces. Uh, yeah, dead yeah. ball specialist since I, I said since Beckham like he reminds me of Beckham so much his free kicks his deliveries class and uh, yeah that wall prowse the best of God uh, yeah, I'm sure the Southampton fans are loving that uh, Matty Ryan could have done better I don't know it was, it's a pro, it was a really looping header it's not like it was a straight line it's not no agree it looped agreed, into yeah. the corner um, but obviously we're going to be talking about Robert Sanchez I imagine would Robert Sanchez have saved, saved that I doubt it but maybe he probably would have challenged for the ball a bit more but yeah, that's just speculating, isn't it? But um, yeah, yeah, I think I think it was a yeah, it was a decent goal. I don't know if Ryan could have done much more. And Ryan, are you 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 were there? What, what do you think? I mean, yeah, as I say, I was yeah. I mean, from when I saw it, I just thought it was poor defending. I think is what mm. I instantly thought because yeah. you know, as I say earlier, you're letting a six foot six centre back have a free header. I mean, yeah. that is just you're asking for trouble if you if you're no, allowing exactly. him to have a free header. He's going to put it on target. And yeah, I, I I haven't seen it that close up. I've only seen like the replay sort of thing. I haven't seen it. I saw properly, someone but... saying Dunk mistimed his jump. I don't know if you saw that, but I, yeah, I, I saw I that. that. But yeah, um, I'm sorry. He, obviously he was, he was not an investor of guys level. Yeah, I think sure. the trouble there, I think Dunk, uh, as I say, we did zonal marking, didn't we? So Dunk sort of ran back into Vestergaard and sort of, he was already yeah, leaning back to get the height on it. And then it's just not going to happen, yeah. is it? No, exactly. I think it was, it was Veltman that was. I think it was Veltman that was originally like closest to yeah. Vestergaard. Yeah, and, then and that was it. Yeah, the Vestergaard's movement was brilliant. So he kind of, if you're looking on screen, yeah, he made a dart and run and literally did, went diagonal straight away and lost Veltman so easily. Veltman, yeah, yeah Veltman was in no man's land. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Veltman, it, was, it was brilliant. It's a shame that I was yeah. really praising just, Veltman up a lot as well. That, that second, yeah. first half he was really really good, and then second half it just sort of 
he sort of fell apart a bit. He was he was kicking the ball out. He was not quite Veltman as he was in the first half, mm. or as we've seen recently. I, I, yeah, I, I think I think it's fair to say probably every player on the pitch was pretty much yeah, poor, to true. be honest, in the second that's half. Um, but yeah, just going back to the, to the marking, um, what, what, for set pieces, we just, I don't know what's going on with set pieces <laughs> at the moment. Um, uh, do we do we have a, st- Ben, Ben, you're, you're a stat man. Do we have a, a stat for set pieces? Um, oh, thank you. Just for that. It, um, it is. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it says we have the fourth worst aerial win percentage in the league. Brilliant. Which is obviously <laughs> disgusting. But also, yeah. Southampton are 18th, so they've got a worse one than us. Yeah, they, <laughs> <Not really. laughs> oh, they, brilliant. They played us off the park in the air, didn't they? Every time we put the ball over the top, they're heading unbelievable out. Unbelievable yeah. yeah, I mean, that's Even just testament to... Yeah, exactly. So it's just testament to yeah how poor we are when it comes to, to marking. Which is so. mental, because if you think about the centre-backs we got, yeah, Dunk, mm. obviously we don't have Dunk and Duff, we always refer to that, but Dunk and Webster are pretty tall. Bellman, I, I don't know how tall he is, but he's fairly tall for a centre-back. You'd, you'd think our aerial ability would be a lot better. And even when, even attacking the set pieces. And Ben White as well, we've got. Yeah, Ben yeah, White ben as well. Cool. We've got a very good leap on him, yeah. Let's just, we had a couple of decent know. free kicks though, didn't we? And they we had a few decent chances from our free kicks. We're getting in, some, yeah. uh, getting in behind them quite easily. But yeah, Dunk had a glaring head over that went over, didn't it? Yeah. I think yeah. Yeah, someone else had a decent chance as well. Yeah. Do you know what we yeah. should what we should reckon we should do, right? We should you know how in American football where they have like the specialist kicker comes on? So we should we should we should do a petition for where we have a specialist player come on in, in Dan Byrne for set pieces. <laughs> so, we, so every time there's a set piece, we just send Dan Byrne on and then just hopefully he can just knock him out because we are shocking him. Well, um, the thing is Byrne yeah, anyway. I was gonna say he's not even that great <laughs> yeah, in the air, is he? Considering yeah, that's, it's that's high. Yeah, yeah, he's true. actually not even that I great mean, in the air. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, I'm just clutching at straws at the moment because we're just shocking. So I'm just trying to think I would of have liked to see Dan Burn do. against Vestergaard, though. That would have been quite funny. Yeah, yeah, the two exactly. Two tallest centre-backs in the league going head-to-head. Literally exactly. head-to-head, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, obviously, very, very sort of, uh, uh, yeah, poor from us. And then I suppose, well, let's talk about Danny Ings then because he came on at half-time for Gineppo. Um, and obviously, he ended up, you know, taking the winning penalty. Um, but let's start with you, Ryan, because I'll be honest with you, I didn't. Um, in terms of his movement, and because you know uh, he sort of now known really well for his for his movement off the ball as well as you know on the ball. What what was he like? Like, did you get did you get a nice sort of look at him? Or <laughs> I've got to be honest, I didn't even realise he was on the pitch um, because I was, <laughs> until, he, I was until he scored the winner. <laughs> yeah, I come I come back from uh, half time and because uh, I just got a coffee and a pie, so I was like, oh, okay, I'm just going to enjoy oh, what, this a what bit. Pie I come outside, have yeah, a guess. Pie. Steak and uh, ale? No, chick, chicken, chicken, mo- chicken, chicken, chicken bolty. No, I, I had the steak and ale one. Oh. Come on, yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've had a record, right? Sorry, going off topic. I've had four pies in one game. <laughs> what? In, How? What, Fifteen minutes. Which is, li- which is like nearly twenty quid on pies. Wait, on, so I had two in the first half. half. No, no, I had two like in the first half. Like a heart attack from all that. Uh, fat <laughs> I don't know. My friends are nice. They are. They are unbelievable, though. Was it higgledy pies? Yeah, they are nice. Yeah, yeah, I think they've won awards, and I think they've won awards. Yeah, no, they are <laughs> Danny, very nice. Anyway, anyway, we digress. Danny we digress. Um, yeah, Danny Ings, yeah. Ryan, Danny Ings. Danny Ings, yeah, I um, I knew he was on the bench, and when I come back out, obviously, I didn't see the sub come on, so I was just thinking nothing's changed. And I thought about twenty minutes later, I was thinking, is Danny Ings come on? I was thinking because like, I was thinking, oh, if Danny Ings is still going to come on, he can still score a goal. And I looked over at their bench, I was like, I can't see him, and then I was like, oh wait, he's on the pitch number nine, Danny Ings. <laughs> oh great, and he took the <laughs> winning penalty. Um, yeah, mate, but mate. yeah, I've got to admit, I didn't really take much notice of him, but um, I guess that's probably a sign of a good striker. You don't, you don't see yeah. too much of him until mate, he scores a yeah. goal. Gineppo yeah, yeah. came off for him because Gineppo was on a yellow. Gineppo yeah. was causing us a bit of trouble. Yeah, he mate, was a team I, player I, in the first I, half. I think, he's, I think he's a great, I think he's they, a great they didn't want to risk him, did they? I imagine Ralph yeah. Hasenhutl didn't want to risk him on another yeah. yellow, especially yeah, Mark and yeah, and he and he done very very well. So yeah, and then and then obviously second half, uh, we sort of just you know looked very lackluster. We didn't create much. Um, we looked second to everything. Um, it just yeah, I mean everything changed for us. Like the tide changed for us massively. We we looked a better team. Well, arguably the better side in the first half. It was quite even in the first half, but you know we maybe edged it a little bit. Um, and then second half, I mean yeah, Southampton were definitely the better team. And um, then it went on to yeah the big big talking point. Before so, the VAR one, sorry, um, there were two things I wrote down. So one was when Welbeck was fouled against Bednarak and it was given as a foul to Southampton when they came together. Bednarak literally clattered him and threw oh, him to yeah, the floor. Yeah. Apparently that was a foul on uh, Oh, yeah, he got a yellow for that. And then also Danny Welbeck had a really good chance and he was literally coming onto the keeper. And then uh, 
Aaron Connolly nicked it, even though he was in an offside position. And then when you were watching oh, the yeah. replay, Danny Welbeck was literally shouting at Aaron Connolly, like, listen, listen, because he was obviously shouting yeah. at Aaron Connolly to lead the ball. Didn't leave the ball, yeah. was flagged I think it, was it, I think it was, um, was it not Dunk? Or someone? I uh, think it was, Dunk tried to take a header on and then Welbeck was shouting, I don't know, might be wrong. Yeah, no, yeah, I think Dunk anyway. flicked it on and then, yeah, Connolly, yeah, Connolly was oh, offside, yeah. even though Danny Welbeck was the one onside. Yeah. Yeah. It I just, yeah, I mean, it's, it seems like, uh, yeah, it's just a clear thing, a miscommunication, you know, little things like that. Like, you want your team to be, you know, knowing these things. Like, you want Connolly to be, you know, have that sort of relationship with, but I suppose that will come with time, I suppose. You know, Welbeck's still relatively yeah, if, new to the squad. If Welbeck's uh, shouting in your ear, leave it, leave it. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't yeah. nick it, yeah. No, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, so, I guess yeah, that's just I think mentality, very though, isn't it? Man, he's, just, he's just trying to do his best, I guess. But, yeah, yeah, yeah no, definitely. teammates. No, well said, Ben. Well said, mate. You tell him. Um, well, you tell uh, that professional footballer what to do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Got my anyway. badges, all right. <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> football manager, more like. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So no, um, so obviously, yeah, the big talking point, VAR. Um, so Ben, you're, you've been very, very vocal on uh, social media about about this decision. Vocal um, so, or just pure tears? <laughs> tears <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty much just <laughs> anger, anger. But let's start off with you, Ben. Then, um, so what? First of all, what were your thoughts on it? First of all, being a foul, and then second of all, was it inside or outside? Right, well, I'll set the scene, right? Okay, so I'm sipping on my decaf coffee. Um, I've had to go and lean over and get it because it's right next to the TV. So I'm sat literally so close to the screen. Family all behind me doing whatever they're doing, ordering Christmas presents on Amazon. And uh, my brother's got an ear on it. And then I was like, I started drinking it. I was like, there's no chance it's going to be a penalty. Relaxing. And then they gave it and I was, I literally screamed, fuck off. And then everyone just, all my parents and my brother just shat themselves because I literally screamed. I was so pissed off. Um, go to your questions. It was started yeah. outside the box. It's a push outside the box. And then the secondary uh, action that was taken is them two fell in, fell in the box. And in my view, this is not biased. Some people call it biased. Uh, Carl Walker-Peters had his legs hooked behind Solly Marches. And if anything, that helped drag Solly March down to the ground in the penalty box as well. I'm not saying yeah. it was a foul on Solly March at all. But that was the reason why they both clattered into each other into the penalty box. And yeah, so... Okay. But yeah, my answer, it was a free kick. That was the original decision. It was the right decision. Yep. And then Ryan, and then I'll, 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 I'll wait for you two to say your piece and then I will chime in with mine. You go, Ryan, next. Okay, I'll set my scene. So I was sitting right <laughs> above this, literally right <laughs> yeah. above it. So I could see a very, very good view as to what was going on. Mm-hmm. And yep. yeah, March has clipped him on the edge of the box. And my issue with what they're saying with this whole secondary action rubbish, mm. if a player is tripped outside the box surely if this is the new rule whatever it is if they fall surely they're always going to try and fall in the box because yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 that's of course. what they're going to try and do. they're going to try and dive in the box and it should be where the contact was first made now that's the rule that i always knew i didn't realize that's... this has been changed yeah same i was just about to say this i didn't know there's been a rule change so no. yeah. so i always yeah, yeah, thought yeah. it was initial contact is where the foul is mm. and that that's the yeah. rules of football, right? And clearly it's not anymore, but that's the rules of football as far as I'm aware. And, you know, that's a, that's a free kick. And I think anyone around in that ground or watching on telly would be able to tell you, yeah, that's a free kick. And I think yeah. I've had so many Southampton fans. I mean, the ones in the TSR chat, I've been speaking to them and they said, yeah, it's a free kick. They, they said yeah. that you've been robbed there. Um, and I just, I, I can't work out why that's been given as a penalty because there is so many views showing that he's clearly outside the box and it's getting to the point now where again we're complaining about VAR we're complaining about the terrible officials in the league I don't even care anymore terrible officials every single one of them might as well just be sacked now because I don't think there's any good ones in in our league anymore (laughs) I mean we're in the Premier League now you know it's the it's the best league the most watched league the biggest league in the world right put us back in the championship yeah, but we've yeah, got the no worst VR officials. We've got the worst yeah. officials in the world. You wonder why there's no English refs and fourth officials in yeah. the major tournaments in Europe and in the World Cups because they're no good. That's why. No, agree. It's, just, it's just absolutely embarrassing. And it's the trouble is people are going to start falling out of love with football very soon because if these new rules keep coming in, they're changing, they're tweaking, and no one's understanding what's going on with offside, with handball, with the now the penalty being clipped into the box... All of these things being changed, people are genuinely going to stop, you know, caring about football and losing interest because this isn't football. This is not what it's all about. We're yeah. not here to wait around for four or five minutes 
And then for it to only get given four minutes added time at the end of the game anyway, which is ridiculous. Mm. And it's just it's just ridiculous. I'm it's yeah. just completely killing it for me. And like I just think every single game now is a is a problem. We always got we've always got like a, con- a controversial moment where something's happened which shouldn't have happened or something hasn't happened which they've made happen and we actually yeah. ended up talking again more about this than we are actually about the football and that's that's the that's the sad reality of modern football yeah. now no definitely uh, before i sort of give my view on it i just want to ask you a question actually being in the state so obviously i i personally haven't been in the stadium with a var decision yet uh, obviously with everything going on so how how was it like how long were you made to wait in the stadium and is there anything sort of communicated on the screen to say oh like you know check being reviewed like what, what, what's it like being in the stadium whilst this sort of long review so going they have obviously var last season but um it's so when the when something happens so with this one they blow for the foul um and we all thought it was a free kick, whatever. Then the ref sort of, they have to hold their ear and sort of like indicate that they are, yeah. you know, talking to the person yeah. whoever they're talking to. And at that point, you start thinking, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, totally obviously different. for us, we don't know anything. We can't see, mm. like, we can't see the replays everyone's seeing on telly. Like, this you know, is this, this what I mean. Until yeah. afterwards, yeah. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah, that, that's times. the biggest difference. Yeah, that's exactly. what I mean. That's the biggest difference for us to see it. We see it like ten times. Like by the time you might see it once, but then also like the big thing. This is what I was sort of trying to get onto as well. Was um, in the stadium. I don't know if you. Well, obviously you must have seen it, Ryan. Where all the players start pointing up to the screen because yeah. all the players started pointing to the screen because it was being shown on the yeah, screen. So what happens is they. The, this big purple screen comes up. It says checking potential offside, whatever it is, right? Mm. And it says on this one, it says checking potential Decision penalties. <laughs> checking hard drive. <laughs> checking <laughs> potential penalty. And instantly I'm thinking the longer this goes on, the more chance it's going to be given because that seems to yeah. be how it works now. And yeah, yeah. the more it's going on, I was like, right, this is going to be given now. I, I, they might be right. They might be wrong. And you basically just see this big pink screen and then once a decision's made, it comes up with decision and then the ref blows and then you get to see one take of the replay. That's it. Right. So, they shown one, did they? Yeah, they might have shown right. two, but I only saw one and my dad didn't see it at all. So, mm. obviously, as soon as I see it, I'm like, he's outside the box. Yeah, 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 my mask actually yeah, falls mad. off my mouth because I'm shouting at the ref. But, like, I'm just looking and I'm just like, that is outside. Like, I've looked at that once on a mm. big screen and yeah. I'm like, that is outside the box. How has it taken you three minutes to get the wrong decision? Yeah, it, it, it's <laughs> baffling, yeah. It, it is mental, it is mental. And yeah, just to give my piece on it. Um, So yeah, again, just to echo both of you. So for me, so I, I was like Ryan, I was under the illusion that it was... um wherever the first contact's made that's where the foul's given so the fact that he he it's definitely foul so there's, there's no we're not contesting that it was a foul by Solly March mm. but outside of the box but then the, the, what, what I don't understand is that Kate, Kate, um, uh, Carl Walker Peters has kicked March's leg inside the box so he's actually so Freddie Lundberg said it yesterday as well he's literally kicked against um, uh, March's leg so how has that been like you know surely the referee's seen that um, at Stockley Park so that's what I don't understand and then for the fact yeah like, like we talk about is that how long it takes for them to make a decision it's just uh, you know it's not help doesn't help anyone and also the big big thing what I wanted to talk about was if you're not sure because it's meant to be clear and obvious why have you given it that's the big thing for me is if it's not clear and obvious don't give it it's simple as that you know you you can't for a hundred percent fact say that was um first of all you know a foul for the second contact and you know was the you know then the whole debate of was it inside it was it outside so for me just don't give it because if you're not sure why are you giving it yeah. the it only thing that i can sense. say about that that was clear and obvious is the fact that it was outside the box that's what's yeah. clear and obvious <laughs> yeah but yeah, um, yeah. But, but then, but then is, just... is, this, is this a rule then is it is, so is it is this actually a rule change I don't so think... I don't think it's, actually, it's really not about the push. I think what the, I think the PGMOL statement is saying that there yeah. was a secondary contact. That was the penalty. So they're not saying right, they, so is they, the second... they're not regarding, yeah, they're not regarding the push. Right. Like if it was just the push and no contact afterwards, it would have been a free kick, but yeah. it was the contact in the box. So them two falling right. on top of each other. Somehow, right, going down. somehow Peter Bank is watching down. it in slow motion. Mate. Again, that is the issue. So I'm going to go to, K- K- compare to Danny Welbeck thing, as well. Carl Walker Peters, he kicks March. So it yeah. Just yeah. And watching it in slow motion, it's always going to show something. And yeah. people comparing it saying Brighton have got karma for getting a penalty against Liverpool. Yeah, I saw Sorry, that. Sorry, Welbeck. Liverpool fans, yes, yeah. again, it's slow motion makes everything look worse. 
but that was a that was a foul. He made contact with Welbeck. Yeah, everyone everyone could see that. I don't get how people were saying, uh, yeah, there's a Karma and Brighton. How yeah. was that? How, it's just yeah, it's not a pen in the box. There was no foul yeah. in the box. They fell on top of each other, and the fact Very that Peter annoying. Peter Banks, I've said his name so many times today. The fact that he said it's factual, which is why he didn't have to make the referee go to <laughs> yeah, the monitor because yeah, it was factual that it was inside the box. Like people, yeah, Jamie how- Carragher and Freddie Lindbergh, they had no idea what the foul in the penalty area was. They couldn't, they yeah. didn't see where a foul would have been. The thing is, the guy was going down as soon as they got together. So as soon as they were next to each other, because uh, I looked at some photos, I haven't watched it back slowly, but he's looking for that foul, and that's obvious, right? Yeah, that foul has been has taken place outside the box and then he's falling over. So as far as I'm concerned, that's there, right? That's that foul there. That initial foul is it. Then to say, you know, that he's tripped him, whatever in the box, I didn't see that. Mm. But even if he had, he was looking to go down there and trying to get a foul. So to me, that literally means it's not a free, uh, not a penalty because you can't. You can't be like. It's basically allowing diving. It's allowing cheating because yeah, that's what it is. Played. He got played so bad. And <laughs> I've got a friend. My friend Brad is a Portsmouth fan, so they've been playing a lot of League Two, League One. So that Peter Peter Banks was a League One, League Two ref, an EFL referee. And he said even back then he was shocking. I know he, yeah. he was like, I have no idea how Peter Banks is a Premier League official, and obviously yeah. we've got him as a fourth official uh, against Leicester, Leicester on Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah cheers. And cheers, Jamie Coote. David Coote, he is a joke of a ref as well. I don't know if that, I don't know if it's obviously not possible, and it's a stupid thing to say, but can we just get some like four referees on loan in the Premier League? Because <laughs> we do need to. I'd rather have so, Mike Dean every week. I'd rather have Mike Dean every week than having David Coote. Yeah, I'd rather have myself every week and try and do their job than what they do because <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> I don't even I'm understand biased, all the stuff that you have to do nowadays. Yeah. But no, it, I mean, we could go on. We could go on about this um, all day. But um, yeah, just to sum up, yeah. obviously, we're 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 not, we're not happy. Um, let's fair to say. Um, but no, it, it's just very frustrating, isn't it? Like when you get, I, I, and you know, let's be frank as well. We've had we've had a bit of rubber the green when it comes to VAR. We've been quite fortunate, um, you know, in the past with a couple of decisions. So you know, we we can't just sort of. The thing is, I get that point because I've been told that so many times on Twitter and stuff like, oh, yeah, but you've you had this go for you. You had this go for you. But I'm still on the podcast complaining that it's gone for me. Like literally last week, we were saying that. And like, it doesn't make it right. Like it doesn't mean that it's right. No, 100 percent. I agree. I agree. I agree. It was uh, Pascal Gross said in his, his interview after the game. And he said, I don't know if you guys saw it. um, And he said that these guys haven't played football. And yeah. I'm not saying we have played football, so we don't know what they know. But what they these referees haven't played football. They don't know what it's like to play the game at that fast pace, at that level, that physicality. And if yeah. you're giving fouls for the slightest of trips or the tiniest of touches nowadays, that's not football. As I said earlier, that's not what football is all about. It's, a, it's an aggressive game. It's a, it's a fast-paced game where things happen at a very, very quick speed. Yeah. And if you can't but, see it in that yeah. moment... And if you're slowing then, down that quick speed, then exactly. you're obviously going to find something wrong. Yeah, which makes right. the no, which makes the game not football. It doesn't make yeah. it that fast-paced game that everyone loves and everyone's loved for years. So oh, yeah. he, no, he no, also no, said no, to Sky, no. sorry, Buster Quigley. He also no, said no. to Sky that apparently David Coop was speaking to the Brighton players really poorly. He was like the yeah, referee I heard was that. Some just like some really, oh, really cool stuff to the players. Yeah. I can imagine shows that. that he's yeah. must be an un- quite unprofessional See, referee. I, that's 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 what I hate. I, I, I don't like it when referees don't give like the players a time of day, and they feel they got that yeah. sort of super super. Um, what's the word? Superiority complex. Like I just I feel Superior. like there's no need for that. Yeah, I just feel, yeah, I just yeah. feel like that's, there's just no need for it. It's just you know, yeah. just talk to them on a level. You know, if they're being rude to you, fair enough. But if they're just being you know asking a question about the game or a decision, pointing at a screen, you, yeah, yeah, like you know, don't don't like think you're better than them or you know yeah. you shouldn't be able to you know you know give, like like we always say you know ha- why are ma- managers you know interviewed after a game why don't referees get interviewed after a game you know why yeah, don't they get yeah. held accountable for their actions God, that'd be interesting um, when they imagine them coming in and having to explain the absolute disaster class they've just well, had well it's why just, shouldn't they i why saw shouldn't they? Play, i saw a players um, and managers do it yeah that's true and i saw something and it said that passion costs you a yellow card nowadays if, if a player's got yeah. any sort of passion for a for a club, you're getting booked, mate. Like is that that again is a, no, exactly, absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, let's oh, not. No, exactly. Yeah, I would love anymore. to see, like you're like you're saying, Maz. I would love to see like just the referees, like you said, an interview after the game, or even like because yeah. Peter Banks had to make a decision in Stockley Park. Get him on a Zoom call 
on the, <laughs> let's speak to Jamie yeah, Carragher and say why yeah. he said it, and then it clears yeah, up yeah. everything. No, I have had to spend the whole day crying in my exactly. bedroom. <laughs> know what he was thinking and what he thought was factual. No, exactly. We, we just want to know. Yeah, disagree. Exactly. We we just want to be. We just want an explanation as to why. What's you know the decision they've given? Why have they done that? You know, it's exactly the same as yeah. you know when 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 a manager gets asked why did you drop that player? Why did you you know why did you make those changes? They give the answer, mm. and we, we then understand. Oh, okay, he's injured, or yeah. oh, it's a tactical change. Exactly the same for a freeze. Okay, a referee comes out and says, okay, I thought this happened, and we we still might disagree, but at least we know his rationale yeah. and his reason. Saying, like saying, saying, be... saying it's factual and then just leave it yeah. and not responding. That's like yeah. god yeah. complex. It's like it's factual. Yeah. No, yeah. no, it's not factual. <laughs> it's your fucking opinion, you idiot. Sorry. Yeah, literally, literally. Yeah. No, it's getting so, mad anyway, on it. You can see it. In his anyway, eyes. anyway, anyway. Let, let, let's cut it off at that because yeah, we like I said, we could go on yeah. about this literally all day. Um, so then, and then just after the penalty, um, obviously Mope had a chance, um, and also Trossard. Both both substitutes um, had a chance. One from across from uh, Trossard. Um, oh, yeah. He headed it straight into the keeper's arms, and a Mope on the turn as well um, hit it wide. So yeah, you know, what were your thoughts on on, on those two chances, Ryan? Um, so I think so. Trossard's one was a pretty, you know, half chance, really, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I personally one, thought it was more could, like a turn and shoot, wasn't it? I, I feel like Trossard could have taken a touch. I feel like because he because he had to stoop quite low to head. Was it Trossard he, that turned and shot? No, no that was a Mope. Was that that was yeah, Mope? Yeah. I thought it was Mope. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the other side of the pitch, so I can't actually see. But oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. Mope, Mope was a turn and shoot, and then Trossard was the header from the. Yeah, post. I thought. Yeah, that's yeah. So. Yeah, um, but I personally thought Trossard could have, because because of how low it was, I feel like he could have maybe taken a touch and yeah, then that's either, yeah. you know whatever instead of trying to head it. Look, if he just chested it, it down and then had a had a go yeah. at his left, maybe Ex- it would just exa- at least exactly. trouble the goalie a little bit. Don't just put it in his hands. Exactly, oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And then and then Mope. To be fair, I mean it was it was you know, it was, it was a decent tough. effort considering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So I don't think we can be too sort of um, harsh on him there. Uh, but yeah, and then and then of course yeah, you know. That, that was that uh, the end of the game and um, of course there was some sort of fallout as well so um, we talked about it earlier so just quickly I'm going to ask you boys sort of, just for a quick succinct um, uh, sort of rationale as to why and what you think so let's start off with you Ben um, we talked about earlier Matty Ryan um, would you want to see him replaced by Robert Sanchez yes or no yes do you want to say why and, and why yes please yeah <laughs> um, yeah I'm not heightest but I think yeah, we need we need a we need a better keeper and we need a taller keeper. And also, I saw a stat today. I'm all about the stats now. Um, about uh, Matty Ryan's distribution, I think he's like forty. He was like forty percent yesterday's game or something yeah. like that. Something shit. And uh, and I just need yeah, I just think he's had a really poor cool run of games. Give Robert Sanchez a chance. Potter should show that he's trying to move on from this. Um, yeah, give give Sanchez a chance. And and Ryan, yeah, completely agree. Like I think. Um, I've said it for ages with Ryan's distribution. I don't want to, um, you know, because I've seen people saying, oh, people giving hate to Ryan is, they're not real Brighton fans. Well, mm. there's a difference between giving hate to someone and saying an opinion, you know? And yeah, 100%. Honestly, like with Ryan, I, I love the guy. He's done great. He's done mm. a, a brilliant servant for the club. Yeah. But we've been saying for a long time now, like his distribution isn't good enough for what Graham Potter mm. wants to do. I mean, as soon as he gets the ball, you almost definitely know that he's going to kick it out for a throw-in, without a doubt. And it happens nearly every single time he gets yeah. the ball. And um, yeah, in, in terms of shot-stopping, he's one of the best in the business. He's a great shot-stopper. Well, but well you, say, you, with, you say that. Well, actually, <laughs> not, recently, yeah. not recently. Not recently. Yeah. Not recently, not recently right. yeah. Let, 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 I know, Ben, you love a stat, so yeah. this is another stat for you. Matty Ryan's save percentage uh, for the season. So this is, yeah, fair play, fair play. This is for this season. Um, it's gone yeah. down to 448 uh, yeah, uh, this season, one. when Kepper, Kepper, uh, who's previously the worst one, uh, was fifty four point five percent. So oh, he's God. yeah, yeah, he's um he, he's struggling uh, big time. But no, uh, I, I agree. He, you know, he's been a great, great servant. Um, but this season he has sort of fallen down. Uh, yeah. in terms of stats. So, no, I, I agree with you, boys. I, I'm definitely sort of, I feel like there's time for change. What have um, we got to lose, know? realistically? I mean, no, if, exactly. that's, if that's all accurate, like we've got statistically the worst goalkeeper in the league. I'm sorry, Matty, if he's listening to this, he's not, but if he is. <laughs> um, it's, like, it's just, if we've got the statistically the worst goalkeeper in the league, what's, what yeah. have we got to lose? What have we actually yeah. got to lose by putting Sanchez in or yeah. by putting even Steele in because Steele's been playing really well. Um, yeah, yeah. Sorry, bring go, Casper going back on out. The San- <laughs> going on the uh, still on the Sanchez uh, debate. 
um I found out through inside sources, and now these are really credible sources. So obviously okay. Spurs game, who was it? So Sanchez came in, Matty Ryan was dropped. That was a game that Connolly and Mope were dropped, weren't they? So this is yep. this is the truth, right? So basically, there was a bust up between those three players at the training ground. It wasn't oh. like a, it wasn't like a bust up between Mope and just Connolly. It was those three players had a proper bust up at the training ground, which is why they were all dropped for the Spurs oh. match. Yeah, that's why Sanchez was thrown in. Interesting, interesting. Well, well, that, that's a bit of a breaking news for you here on uh, Seagull Social, brought yes. to you by Ben's uh, sources. Sporting I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't, I don't know how credi- <laughs> I don't know how credible these sources are. But I'll tell you so, after uh, the pod, and then you can verify okay. the next pod. Okay, nice. all right, all right. We'll do, oh, we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, so yeah. Anyway, so moving on um, as well. So uh, apart from you know we, all these stats and you know looking good, we have got another stat for you. So so let me say this another stat for you. Um, so across the top of Europe's top five leagues, right, <laughs> with the greatest pressure successes. So we are actually fourth, and above right. us are Bayer Leverkusen, Leipzig, Bayern Munich, and uh, we're above Borussia Dortmund. So I mean, we're in great company, um, and it shows that we have a very sort of. Uh, <laughs> and pressing, then there's another one there. Team. People always say that uh, German football's boring. Well, clearly not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, ex- exactly. I'd so, so. Just, just you know, it shows that you know we are pressing, but then. You know, all these stats, like, like we mentioned, and we've got all these great stats, we you know, XG table, we're, you know, we're up there and all that sort of stuff. But the, the simple truth of it is we need a goal scorer or, you know, an out and out someone who takes the chances. So is that, you know, is that we've, we've talked about him a lot. Is it Zakiri? Is it, um, you know, is it someone to come in in January or, you know, what is it? It's just, but I just don't know what it could be personally, but Ryan, anything you could add to that? I mean, the stats in that one, uh, just to sort of, let's talk about them a little bit. It goes to show how brilliant Graham Potter of a manager is. I mean, like we'll, we'll say his this and that can go wrong, but in terms of him getting the team to play at that sort of level and that sort of high te- intensity football is something that we could have never even imagined, say two years ago. Um, yeah. And we're being let down, unfortunately, by the the lack of quality in the team. And I think, imagine if Graham Potter was in charge of like a you know a team with a lot of quality players, they'd be right up there. Um, and for us, I think it's as simple as we are not good enough in taking our chances, and we've also not got a good enough goalkeeper. And I think that's what's letting us down. If we had someone prolific. Um, I mean, those are, the, those are the two stats that clearly, if we're looking at all these stats, those yeah. are the two stats that clearly show what our biggest weaknesses are. And that's scoring goals and that's not conceding goals from a goalkeeper. I mean, it's not like we can be blaming too much. I, I guess you can say the marking was poor, but overall, you can't really be blaming the likes of Dunk and the likes of um, Webster's not been great this season. But um, White, Veltman, we've got some really, really good defenders. Lamptey. March this season, Karbofnik coming in. We've got some really, really good defenders. It's just we need a better goalkeeper. Yeah. Simple as that. No, and I think that's also a good point to add to that set piece problem that you say. Like you could say for, you know, Matty Ryan, he's not a commanding presence in the box. So no. say we've got a corner and the ball's coming over. You, sometimes you can't even see Ryan because he's smaller than half the players in the box. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to choke. I nearly spat my water. But um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, like, it, it is a good point. He's, he's not your commanding, you know, aerial sort of, you know, your goalkeeper, like, like an Edison to jump out and like, yeah. actually, you know, punch the ball away or grab the ball, whatever. I, I, know, I know what you're presence. saying. And that's, no, I think, what, that's what's letting us down, clearly. That's what's letting us down. Yeah. A commanding goalkeeper and a goal scorer. A goal scorer much harder to come by. Zakiri, why not? Jahanbash played all right when he came on. Trossard hey, yeah, hasn't Jambash been great. Really good, yeah. Yeah, give Zakiri yeah. a chance. Just give him a chance. What, what Conley, li- Conley yeah. works hard, and yeah, that's that's good. But he's not he's not taking his chances again against. I Liverpool. think Conley needs a loan but, personally. I think yeah, he's not no, quite Premier League quality yet. I think he needs a bit more time. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I just hopefully right, we um, spend a bit of money. Let's, I've said it in a previous podcast. We didn't spend a lot of money this summer. Yeah, we should have a bit of kitty in the bank, hopefully, but maybe not. But yeah. Why, yeah, I'd love to see us go and spend some. But it's like, money but it's like my, my my question would be then though. Let's say like to get a, a decent decent striker, right? Like a good 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 quality striker. You're looking at like thirty million, twenty five thirty Easy. million. So do, oh, are we gonna are we gonna spend that? I don't. I don't. Twenty five. So. We could. I, I reckon we could break the bank with twenty five. We've spent close to like yeah. But 20. will will Tony Bloom do that? I don't envisage in the January window. In January, it's not yeah, realistic. yeah, exactly. I was just about the to say, premium the prices window, are just absolutely inflated yeah. in January. I just. So the chance of signing good quality, January, yeah. then 
It's probably yeah, not going to happen. Um, agreed. And, and also, no, a lot of clubs don't want to sell in January as well, because obviously exactly. it's yeah, the halfway premiums. through the season. So, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, all right. And then um, let's go on to then, because uh, I've got one other sort of talking point away from Brighton. Uh, but let's talk about uh, the Leicester game then. So we've got Leicester coming up, which um, isn't probably the best time to play them, because uh, Jamie Vardy's on flames. Uh, they're playing <laughs> As per usual. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, nothing's <laughs> changed there, yeah. Uh, but Leicester as a team, they're, they're looking really good. Like, I, I, I just look through their team. Like, they just got quality in in lots of areas. Like, that Fafana they signed, he's incredible. Mm. Uh, a centre half. Obviously, they've got um, Suyuncu anyway. They've got Schmeichel in goal. Like, you just look through the spine of the team and they've just got quality. Obviously, Jamie Vardy, no, you know, we don't need to talk about him, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, just looking through the, you know, the spine of their team, um, they, they are incredible. But yeah, let's start with you, Ben. Leicester, um, what do you think we need to do to try and get a result against Leicester? Oh, God. Well, play Robert Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, hopefully we can play a good keeper. Just show that we've made a bit of change. Give a boost to the team. That'll, that'll be a boost to the team, won't it? Play, playing with a new player. Um, yeah. What can we do? Maz, I really don't know, mate. I don't think it's going to be a decent match. I don't think we're going to get too much out of it. I think, I'm assuming that Leicester fans are back in the stadium, are they? That'd be... Uh, no, they're not. They're tier three. No, they're tier, I think they're tier three, yeah. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because they, they would make the most of the atmosphere, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they? Yeah, definitely. First game yeah, back. Yeah. Um, no, I'm not looking forward to it. I'm really, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not looking but forward to it. But it's the thing. This is the thing. I, I was like you with the Liverpool game. I was so negative. I was like, oh, you know, Liverpool going to batter us. We, you know, because they, they just beaten Leicester in the league 3-0, um, funny enough, when we played them. Well, the week before we were playing them. And um, I was really negative. I was like, right, we're never going to get a result. You know, they're playing unbelievable. Great, great team. So you never know. You know, we might be going into this really negative. But what about you, Ryan? What, what, are, you, are you confident going into the game? I mean, I'd be lying if I said I was confident. Um, but I mean, we've got to have a bit of positivity, I suppose. Um, but shutting up Vardy and Madison at the moment is very, very difficult. I mean, I put them right up there with, you know, like Kane and Son, really, you know, as, as the best creative um, and attackers in the league. Um, Even like I think Lamptey for Roma, he, he looks decent as well. Yeah, he looks good as well. I mm. think Lamptey can, if he's on his game, cancel out Vardy like we saw uh, back at was it the end of last season we played them away and we managed to get a nil nil yeah that was a good performance and that's what we can ho- hope for I think unrealistically we won't get sorry realistically we won't get a win um, but yeah I think we've just got to hope that you know maybe make a few changes I think there's there's nothing to lose um, we're going to a team we're not expected to win um, yeah. why not just make some changes you know bring in a different goalkeeper bring in uh, Zakiri, I, I don't know what's what's going on with him. I, I get it's a long process, but I, I don't know. Um, mm. But yeah, that's what I'd say. Um, it's, a, you know, it's a tough one. Yeah, no. Do, do you know what? I, I, I think one little thing that will actually work in our benefit and work in our favour is is the fact that we go into the game like you. I think like you said, Ryan. Um, without you know having that pressure on us to win. So I know I keep referring back to it, but yeah, that's let's a good say, point. You, know, you know you look at you look at the West Brom game and even the Southampton game, we went into those both of those games thinking, okay, we, we can definitely match both of those yeah. well, if anything, we're better than West Brom and we can match Southampton, you know, on our day. You know, we go we went into that game sort of being either the favourites or level on par so do you i think personally it could actually work in our favor because like you said we've got nothing to lose we we yeah. if we went there and got battered everyone was like okay lesser good whatever but if we went there and got a result everyone would be like okay you know mm. it's a bit of a shock but then we would be like oh well you know we're, we're decent so i don't know i think it could i'm trying to be positive i think it could work we've done well favor. against the bigger teams this season i think that's exactly. that one thing i've noticed and against like the, the teams that are yeah like you said on par of us we've we've struggled to get results but yeah we yeah. we do perform against the bigger teams um, so yeah, well, hopefully it, we can it's that like, will continue. Yeah, it's like, it's like we mentioned um, Marino earlier. If you if you've seen his his record against the top six is phenomenal, and then um, against again, funny enough, I keep, I keep sort of mentioning West Brom, but against West Brom they they scraped a one 0 win. So um, you know, it just shows like some. I think certain managers or certain teams play better against um, you know the bigger clubs, so to speak, your top sixes, um, and then struggle against the lesser teams. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Hopefully, that's not the story of our season because it'll be a long one uh, if that is the case. Um, but, yeah. I'll we'll tell you one thing, we'll actually. Um, so, you know how the last two games, I think we've got a win against Villa and then we've got a yep. draw against Liverpool. Those two games, yep. I wore a shirt for the first time. The Brighton shirt. Um, I think it's behind me. Yeah, that one. For the oh, first yeah. time. yeah. Um, in probably six years, I wore a shirt. I was like, yeah, let's do it. We beat Villa. We drew Liverpool. And I didn't wear it for 
yesterday. What? You went to the game so, and you didn't wear it? Yeah. So oh, I'm going to no. wear it for Leicester and we'll see what happens. Fingers crossed. Interesting. I, I wore mine. I wore mine against Liverpool and uh, against Villa as well at, at home. Yeah. Maybe, Did I you wear it for yesterday? No, I didn't wear it for yesterday. I had Look it next to me. What? I was coming back from the gym and I was wearing a vest and I was like, I'm, I'm you both, both it. You both... You're both jinxes, mate. Really... You're both jinxes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Right, and then final thing I want to talk about is, um, so, I, I'm sure you've both seen it. So, Pogba, Paul Pogba's um, agent, uh, Mina Rola, the, the super agent, came out. And um, I, I know this is not related to Brighton, but I just wanted to sort of, it does, uh, it does link, I'm going to link it in with Brighton, so just bear with me. Um, so, his agent came out and said, um, basically, that Pogba's days at Man United are over and he's leaving, basically, you know, probably in this January or uh, sort of worst case at the end of the season. Um, and now, obviously, an agent coming out and saying that is not good. Like, you know, it just fucks everything up. So what I was going to talk about, obviously, Ben White's agent doing the same thing. And, of course, Ben White and Basuma have actually both been linked. And I know they don't have the same agent, but they've both been linked with moves to Liverpool, uh, respectively. Um, so do you do you think that maybe something similar might happen with, with Ben White's agent? Like him coming out doing doing the same thing as, as Pogba's? Probably the power of agents nowadays is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean the Mad, the player yeah. power as well. It's just ridiculous. They can just do, they can manipulate everything. They can make the media turn for them or against them. They can they can yeah. get them in the limelight. They can take them out of the limelight as quickly as they did it. They'll do anything basically as long as the players get more money. So yeah. with this Pogba thing, it just screams: give us a big big contract or we'll just leave because he knows that Pogba can go to a lot of big clubs. Yeah. Let's face it, he is on his day one of the best players, but. On his not on his days, basically useless. But yeah, I think Jamie Carragher made a really good point. He he basically said that Mina. So nowadays, agents are like their best friends, aren't they? They're, they're like their confidants. Yeah. They're you know they they they're with them every day. They you know they're financial advisors, whatever it might be. They always sort everything out for them. So he made, Carragher made a really good point. He's like Mina Rola would have spoken to Pogba beforehand, saying, "Look." Like this is the situation. He so Pogba would have been aware of this. And just to let you know, by the way, because we're actually filming this on a Tuesday evening. So just before Man United are playing Leipzig, and I don't know if you boys have seen, but Pogba's actually yeah. on the bench now. Yeah, um, so, so he's he's he's, he's he's been so he's been benched as a result. I'm I'm assuming because of what. But yeah. like how imagine right. So this is the question I was going to sort of get back right, sort of loop this round to was imagine right. If, for example, Ben White, right? Because um, uh, the reason why I picked Ben White is because his agent was a bit of a bit of a prick on transfer. Yeah. I don't know if you guys remember with yeah. his contract. Uh, he went on Sky Sports and did like this whole weird sort of, oh yeah, watch this space, uh, which I found very bizarre. Um, and he's sort of trying to, yeah, I don't know what the hell he's trying to achieve, to be honest. Um, so money. imagine, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine, right? If um, Ben White's agent, let's say, you know, in December time, when we'd got a big game against whoever it might be in December, and then he comes out and says, oh, Ben White's, um, you know, not happy at the club, blah, 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 um, he wants to leave. Like, how how would that affect, you know, that would affect all the players. It'd affect Graham Potter. He'd probably then get benched. Um, and then it would just come onto this horrible sort of toxic, you know, situation where the fans are probably going to turn on Ben White and all that sort of stuff. So do, do, first of all, do you think you guys see, can you see that happening or, um, or do you think it will just sort of, you know, be, be nice and clear when it comes to that kind of thing? I wouldn't be surprised looking at the, yeah, looking at the agent's uh, track record, like you said, in the summer. I wouldn't be surprised mm. if you pull some stupid shit like that. But I just think, <laughs> again, going back to Pogba, his agents picked a great time to do it. Yeah, so the eve of their biggest game in Champions League they've had for a while. But yeah, but, um, yeah. they got Derby week as well. They got City on the weekend. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a household with um, with Manchester United fans, so I've been hearing it. Obviously, yeah, Derby weekend coming up. Pogba's had one good game against West Ham, scored a goal, and he's like, right, Pogba's going to get his big move yeah, now. This one, yeah. yeah so agents, you, you can't predict an agent. I feel like you went on yeah. Sky Sports, Ben White's agent. Went on Sky Sports just to up his own portfolio, make himself a bit famous mm. because yeah, you see yeah. some of these other agents that have got a bit of fame. He probably wants a bit of that as well now that he's getting yeah. interest from the big clubs. And it's he's, yeah, like, it's, it's a he's joke. Like a, he's like a budget. He's a budget Eddie Hearn anyway. The mug. So yeah, it's <laughs> embarrassing. He, he can he can do one anyway. I don't I don't like also, him at all. I thought I thought also, he handled himself. Pop was complaining about Man United fans being um, arsy with him. If he goes to Madrid and he doesn't perform, yeah, oh, he's Madrid done. fans he's are going to be on his he's back in a world even of worse. Trouble. Yeah, he'll yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. oh, the, the United fans are cosh. This, these Madrid <laughs> yeah. fans are all over me. Yeah, no, God knows, yeah, right. God knows what I, these agents are thinking. They are so no, ahead of themselves. We've never really had He's the joy of having a player good enough to play for these sort of clubs <laughs> either. So <laughs> yeah. it's true, though, Yet. because we haven't Yet. got the... Yeah. Um, 
the sort of Man United Liverpool status where they can really you know rumble things up and get as much money as they possibly yeah. can whereas we've never really yeah. had that sort of status you know Brighton we're not Liverpool um no. and with with White maybe you could see it um with Bissouma I don't know who his agent is but uh, Bissouma strikes me as a kind of person who's quite I don't know quite reserved I don't know yeah well, fingers crossed. Neither of them leave because they're both incredible players. Um, but they have been linked to both been linked to Liverpool in recent times. So um, yeah, it, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how those develop. But fingers crossed, we can we can keep them at least till the end of the season, and then and then you know uh, assess it from there. But yeah, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah other, I'll predict. I'm going to predict something in the future. I can I can see Ben White, Basuma, and Lamptey being on a lot of teams' radars. There's going to be yeah. a yeah. lot of uh, a lot of links in the summer. That's for sure. Yeah, Especially definitely. if we, I'm not hate saying it, if we and then, and then, if we go down, and then, then it'll be even worse. I, I was just about funny yeah. enough that was going to that was going to be my final final thing, right? Uh, and I don't want to end it on a negative, but I've just got to ask the question, and we'll start with you, Ryan. Are we in a relegation scrap? Yeah, yeah, we are because we're 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 at Brighton. We are. We're a relegation team all the time. We're, you know, we get our hopes up in the, in the summer. Oh, we've signed a few players. We're still, we're still going to be down in that bottom six. Whether we want to believe it or not, we're going to be down there. We're, we're down there. We don't deserve to be down there, but we're down there. So, yeah. I mean, I suppose you could say we don't deserve to be down there, but if you don't score goals, you deserve to be down there. <laughs> so, 100%. yeah, I think you know we we need to stop maybe uh, thinking too much of what we could be and maybe think what we are if you know what yeah. I mean. yeah, yeah no agreed ben um yeah we are we will be in a relegation scrap but i yeah i'm very confident that we won't go down fortunately i think the teams below us are just that bit yeah. worse yeah, I, just, yeah. I, I think I, I think we're too I, I good to go down, that. and that's not me just yeah. because I'm a Brighton fan. I think we are. I'm, I'm not yeah, saying I that do. we will get yeah. relegated, but yes, we will be in a relegation battle. Yeah, no, no, I, I think Ben, you're, you're exactly same thoughts as you. I think we are in a relegation scrap. We will be in a rele- relegation scrap, uh, but I think the other teams below us are just worse. Um, you know, I, I'm looking at West Brom. Uh, I think Burnley. I think they're in big, big trouble. Um, and I think for, uh, Sheffield. Oh, and they show they yeah, go, yeah, and they're even and even. Um, I think Fulham are actually picking up a little bit. Um, but beat yeah, Leicester. Burnley Burnley will put beat out. Leicester. Yeah. Let's not forget yeah. that. But so I, I feel like Bur- that's that think... to go by. Yeah, but True. I just feel like basically the other three teams would just be worse than us. <laughs> uh, and I just feel like we have got that quality just to stay up. But yeah, we never know. Like, fingers crossed, uh, you know, for all we know, in January, we might go on a nutty run and um, end up in Europa League. Uh, so you never know, um, which I <laughs> very much doubt. But no, uh, no, I think uh, it's fair to say we are in a very scrap, but I feel like we've got the quality to stay up um, and carry on. But no, let's f- end it on a, on a positive. Let's go and beat Leicester, up the boys, up the Albion. Um, and and of course, Peter Banks. Uh, but no um, as per usual thank you very much for tuning in Um, and of course if you're watching on YouTube as well please uh, leave a like and a comment Um, and of course uh, join us next week and we shall see you soon peace Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.